It's just uh, I, I need to go and and take care of some evidence. <laughs> you need to hide a velvet pouch somewhere. Nope. Hello, Andy. Hello, Anna. Clinkies. That was a clinky. Happy drink. Happy drink to it's you. Been, it's been a few It's been one days. week since you... Oh, I shouldn't because we could get sued. What, what were you going to say? Uh, the Bare Naked Lady song. Oh, I don't, I don't... I'm not familiar with them. At all? What are we drinking? Um, this is an aviation cocktail. It's a classic. Mm-mm. One of our this favorites. One of my recent, yes, recent favorite. I feel like, yeah, it was like two years ago you first discovered this drink. And, um, it's been a delight ever since. It has. Um, so this is a a classic cocktail with gin, lemon juice, Luxardo maraschino liqueur, and creme de violet. Uh, if you watch the video, I will go over the details on that. And um, there's also a garnish in it. <gasps> Yes, Since I little, so rarely do that, it's a little, um, a little lemon twist, like little pigtail twirly. A little lemon twist. Lemon twist. Uh, oh, allow me to drink it. I haven't yet. Mm-hmm. I know we've mentioned this drink on the. We've had it on the podcast. We yeah. have, yeah. We just haven't. You haven't had a chance to do a, a vidya about it. Yeah, speaking of not having a chance, we also didn't have a chance to do a podcast last week mm-hmm. because um, someone has to be gainfully employed I know. over here. I know. It's I'm not like, me. No, no I, I mean, feel like I'm I employed. live at the bar now. <laughs> I I'm at the bar so much, um, where I work, not drinking. Um, <laughs> uh, it is it is San Diego Pride Week. Yeah. Um, and, and I work at a gay bar, so I've had a lot of work to do to lead up to this. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty exciting, but it's also um, starting to get a little nerve wracking because you know everyone everyone got into their COVID's over mode, and and I mean you know we've been venturing out, being fully va- vaccinated, we've been comfortable um, going to most places. Um, Indoor, uh, most San Diego places are, you know, are like outdoor-esque, even indoors. Yeah, we haven't sat inside very often. But we haven't gone to like a large mass event. No. But um, the numbers are creeping up in a lot of places. The numbers of cases of COVID? Well, yeah, so there's, there's a couple of numbers that I continue to look at and that um is the not so much the the number of cases because yes obviously we want to keep track of that but um it's the the case rate per hundred thousand and then also the percent positive rate and so back when we were doing the whole tier stuff you know when we had the four tier you know, they were looking at those and they had to be within certain parameters. So I think we were stuck in like DEFCON red or DEFCON purple for a while and mm-hmm. anywhere in between four. The rate was four. It was like four orange. And seven orange was bad too or something. 000. I don't remember. And purple so was the worst one. We got down to the point to where we had maybe, I think there was like 
40 or 60 cases a day, so not much. But uh, this week they have gone up there. Well, yesterday there was 349. So the that's 4.5 per 100,000. And the percent positivity is now jumped up dramatically to 4%. We were below 1% for a while, and that's that was sort of the goal before to get completely out of all restrictions um, if you had a, a positivity rate. So essentially what that means is just that more people that get tested are coming out positive. And so if you're following the news, um, this is happening not just in some of the, the states, the lower percentage vaccinated states, but kind of all over. And it's yeah, uh, Florida's a hot mess. I saw on the news this morning. It's yeah, it's more people are are getting so the people that are getting sick are getting sick faster. In other words, severe symptoms are setting in and they're dying quicker. And they're also a little bit younger because um, it's like ninety nine point something percent of the people that are positive are those that aren't vaccinated. Right. And that tends to be a lot of, obviously a lot of the, uh, I mean, you know, the, the, I ain't putting nothing, no kind of witch poison in my, yeah. you know, whatever. But it's also the, uh, the invincible youths mm-hmm. that feel that, uh, you know, ah, oh, COVID's over. It's not, it's not anything kind of how they have been the whole we time. We did have, okay. So we, we went youths. to dinner um, at a place that we t- had to take an Uber to. It wasn't right next door. Like we normally just hang, kind of hang out in our community. But um, we went to dinner at, um, in another neighborhood. So we took a ride share so that we could have some drinks. And um, on the way home, the driver was not wearing a mask uh, of the Uber, which I believe is allowed now. Mm-hmm. But he said, oh, you can just take your masks off. It's fine. And um, and I said, oh, we're vaccinated. Are you? And he was like, no. And I was like, then we'll keep them on. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And that was the choice I made. And I wasn't a dick about it. And it didn't come up in conversation a single more time. But like, if he's unvaccinated, like, I'm putting him at risk. Yeah. So, I mean, we're putting the mask on for him. Yeah. That's why we're doing that still. And. And but I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to fuck with anything. I moved a ladder out of the way today, so I didn't walk under it. Like, that's how much I'm not trying to fuck with, like, any kind of fate right now. Because mm-hmm. things are just going too well for me at work, and I just don't... Not testing it. Better knock on some wood. I know. Dottie barks. Nope. <laughs> I know. No, I she saw, she's that. seen me do it sometimes and still barked, but, yeah. you know, she's fine. She's been um in in news that's not global pandemic i.e global that is local and by local i mean our house our house (laughs) (laughs) house. it's like you know like the family newspaper why don't we do a newsletter herbert the three this podcast is our newsletter andy (laughs) herbert press oh my god um so our property owners we rent uh, decided to have the exterior of the property painted. Um, I, I guess every tenant asked if they were planning on selling. Like, 
everyone asks yeah. that of the landlord. Anyway. Um, which I, I you not. know, imagine is, is a maintenance thing. I mean, you know, of course you have to do that every once in a while, but, um, so to put things into perspective a little bit, it's just, it's a little, it's a little more than a little inconvenient because mm-hmm. the, um, there's a lot of prep that goes into it. And I mean, I've, I've painted parts of my house before, uh, but never, like the whole thing and what's made it um i think more more annoying or irritating is that it's july and it's super fucking hot well it's and by that it's three to four degree degrees hotter than we're normally accustomed to no but But inside our house we live in an old house it's a craftsman so there's no insulation so when it's cold it's freezing and when it's hot it's boiling Mm -hmm. yeah we it's like it's the worst part of the prep is they've taped up all the um taken all the screens off taped up all the windows and doors and everything so normally we have a uh at least a few windows open or cracked open to get some airflow in here and Normally we have fans. I mean, we have a small AC when it gets really, really hot. But just like a window um, one. But it was, it was, um, it was very uncomfortable today. I was going to use another word, but I'm not going to use that word because that, you know, I think that means something way worse, and I shouldn't oh. compare it to that. But, um, but yeah, even I, even like I mentioned to you earlier, my breathing was starting to become a little bit a little bit labored because there was no ventilation. Right. All the windows are closed. And it was getting close to, yeah, like three or four o'clock, the hottest part of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, when the sun's just was, like beating into the windows into your face. Um, poor Dottie. She's covered in Pomeranian fur. <laughs> Little angel. This is torture. She's fine. She's like, I love this. She doesn't care. Um, normally we would have some fans going, but since we're dedicated to giving you the you best our listeners possible product we've turned off such fanage as to reduce any extraneous noise so yeah, weird. you're welcome yeah <sighs> this drink is good it is yeah i like it it's all booze though there's yeah three quarter ounce lemon juice in each one and it's like all alcohol i mean the okay. the liqueurs are less um boozy but yeah, it's quite good. Um, I have been making a lot of craft cocktails at work and doing the whole rigmarole of being a craft bartender in a beautiful bar um, that looks like a speakeasy, but is open to everyone. No password necessary. Um, Not password. There's no password. <laughs> No, you can just come on in. Um, it used to be a speakeasy. That's why it's a converted speakeasy. That's why it's so, it's like, it has that feel. All the chandeliers and everything. But um, anyways, anyways, number, number one. one, my first anyways of the day. If you're playing a drinking um, game. To be fair, not my first anyways of the day, just the first one being recorded. <laughs> um, they, the marketing team for our restaurant group, which is, still locally and privately owned by people in the LGBT community, which is awesome. Um, They are doing videos of each of us bartenders 
the original OG bar team that opened the place, um, making some of the craft drinks on the menu. And I'm up next. So um, I picked the the one drink on the menu that I feel like is truly mine out of the four because it's it's came from completely out of my head. Um, I picked that one. So hopefully they'll get that together and I can post the video for our Instagram followers as well. Um, should be pretty easy to do if I just have the marketing director send it to me. But, um, but yeah, stay tuned for that. It should be really cool looking. I'm looking forward to doing that. Although, again, it is San Diego Pride Week, so everything is like sort of mayhem right now since I work at a gay bar now. Just, you know, it's going to be super fun, super busy, super crowded. Um, it's been a... It's, it's, it's been a long time since I've done a pride like this. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, the big, um, <clears throat> and I guess also local news, like our house local news is the the big, um, there's no official parade this year. They they had a march on Sunday, and they're doing various activities throughout the week, but there's a, a block party that is you know going to have where a majority of the people are going to be like the concerts and the happy hour and the beer garden and stuff like that uh, which is pretty much across the street from our house it's 2 to 11 friday and saturday so i mean that's i don't know <laughs> I mean, that's you know it's great i mean it's it's a great do you have to pay to get in event. yeah like okay. there are tickets and they're i know like I was looking just to see how much it was like the VIP ones are sold out and the, the early bird like prices are sold out. So I don't know. I don't know what it costs now, but, um, it's just going to be a little, a little, um, there'll be some, some hustle bustle. Yeah. Throughout the neighborhood. That's good. Well, and so, I mean, I don't know. Like, it, you, you can't really go anywhere because, you, you know, it's hard to get out of the neighborhood and go anywhere. You can't drive anywhere. You can't. Yeah, that's like, true. So you really need to, like, but grocery place. shop before Pride starts because Saturday and Sunday, like, do not leave your parking space by yeah. any means. Every place is going to be just super packed. So um, hopefully we are, too. What we've done. Yeah. When we, what we've done before is usually just. What, like hang out sat on the porch? On, yeah, sat on the porch. But mm-hmm. since it's all like taped off and all our stuff is all over the place. Yeah, our, painting, our patio so. furniture is like in the front yard. <sighs> so it's like, I don't I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do because you're going to be working. I mean, most of the day, I guess you'll be here, but. Yeah, I don't work till nighttime. So Sunday, the final day of Pride, I'm going to be there all day pretty much. Hmm. Um, and then there's industry pride on Monday for those of us who are in the community and couldn't participate. They, they do a little, little wind down day for us industry folks at some of the local bars. Although those people still have to work to bartend for us, but you know, we'll see what happens. Former guest of the podcast, Wesley is a friend of mine that I like to hang out with on those industry pride days, which I I know I've mentioned in previous episodes, like, you know, we'll be working and not eating all weekend so 
he'll order like two entrees and just eat them like all at once, which is kind of great. So um, I wanted to deliver the results of our first poll, uh, which again was two weeks ago because that's when our um, last episode was. But yeah, sorry our, about our that. Our poll y'all. question on Spotify uh, was what uh, was your favorite fruit in margarita? And, uh, you know, for fruit flavoring, I guess, because our featured drink was a margarita. A margarita. So it was split right down the middle between peach and mango oh i mean there were only you know there weren't that many votes but but (laughs) it's interesting how people went with that those two flavors and not the more traditional ones strawberry yeah or lime (laughs) no i mean mango is pretty popular the is it yeah for margarita mango margarita mango rita oh yeah i guess so um, peach surprises I me. I guess maybe I don't, maybe I don't pay attention, but I don't see mango margaritas that often because I would order the Rita? shit out of mango margaritas if I saw it on the menu. They have it at some of the places here locally. One of which is owned by the same people that own my oh, restaurant. I'm going to I'm have to visit that. They do happy hour seven days a week, I believe. We have two minutes, right? <laughs> Let me call ahead. We'll right Can I, hang on. <laughs> call them real quick. Let me get some margaritas. Um, Hold them. Well, this I is did, Anna. <laughs> I did a little interesting uh, deep dive, as sometimes I do. Oh. Uh, because I saw something on Twitter about um, someone who's a, a parent that uh, posted a photo, and they said, oh, look. Uh, what my nine-year-old drew uh, I guess they're making a comeback and they drew that 90s s the Stussy well that's okay interesting all right so yeah that's what I have known it as also like the Stussy s I drew that on the dirty window of our friend's car a couple <laughs> weeks ago do you remember that yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh um yeah John John yeah. um yeah, so I, I think a lot of a lot of '90s people um, do that. But I read uh, read a couple of articles, and one of which I can I guess I can share the link later on. But um, it's one of those things that's like no one knows the true history of where it got started. Um, it may have been around. Uh, it's popped up all over the world, like. USA, Egypt, and may have been around since the 60s, according to what? some first-hand accounts. Yeah. Um, people have attributed it to anything from, like, Superman, which I don't even think it looks like the Superman at, but S, you know, whatever. Um, and also, they've attributed it to, um, like, the, the Stussy, uh, also Suzuki, the brand Suzuki, but... The, the author of this article contacted both companies and they were like, no, that's not, that's not something that, that we did or put out there. Uh, there was one account that said in South Florida, they called it a surfer's S in 1994 that it, it was impossible to draw if you were a poser. 
That's my favorite. <laughs> I know. Because it's pretty, you know, they even have a, like a step-by-step guide on how okay. to draw it. It's not, but it's hang not on. like, you know, a, a, the devil's signature or anything like that. You Let know? me tell you why that's my favorite. Because <laughs> okay. I just drew it and I fucked it up. <laughs> poser. I'm a poser. Poser. <laughs> Burn the poser. <laughs> No, I just drew it and I I connected the wrong lines so confidently too. But and then I was like, "Oh no." Ducey was a was a brand like brand, it's a brand right? popular during the 90s, right? Was it dash cuz I remember seeing stickers that actually spelled out Stucy. Mm-hmm. Did it have the umlaut like the I don't remember. Was it Stucy or was it just like Stussy, like Stuckies? Oh, did it have like the the dots That's what over I'm trying the to U? remember. Oh, this might be like a, a Mandela effect thing. Yeah. Berenstain. Yeah, Berenstain versus Berenstain bears. <laughs> oh, we got to look into this. Uh, I remember what were some other like 90s like brand things? Billabong. Billabong. Hang 10. <laughs> Anything surfer. Or uh, vans. Yeah, yeah um, skateboard. I was going to say skateboard or surfer. Yeah. Very um, California. Yeah. I'm from here, though, so I'm not exposed to like the Midwestern. I mean, like Wrangler or anything like that. <laughs> I don't know. The I, Wrangler W. I, uh, we, we rolled with the Whataburger W. You know, oh, right? yeah. <laughs> that looks like the kind of like the new Wonder Woman oh, logo. <laughs> it kind of does, yeah. Um, it's it's interesting. There's all sorts of studies about how uh, people can recognize like logo fonts. Like you just see one letter and they know, oh, that's the Coca-Cola font or you right. know, things like that. And, and it actually really does look like the Suzuki logo. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see it. Oh, that kind of looks like the like the Nazi Ooh, SS. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Someone <laughs> even said. Uh, that it it they thought it stood for sticks, like the band. I'm sailing. Oh no, I can't can't do it. Daddy. No. Um, but then some of the Wait. other um more sensical theories are that Sorry, it's based Daddy. on the uh, infinity symbol. I'm like, oh okay, I can kind of see that, uh, or any other type of Mo- Mobius strip thing yeah like the the sideways eight but uh if you do your eights all smooth it was interesting because we we talked recently about how 90s culture well according to you because you're into fashion and pop culture and stuff how 90s culture is coming back oh 100 percent do I not wear Doc Martens with everything now? Yeah, you had a very... I, I fully do. Lelena Pierce thing going on yesterday. <laughs> no, I was like, I feel like Angela Chase. And then I was like, no, she didn't... Like, we both said at the same time, like, she didn't really wear dresses. The name Natalie Merchant popped into my head. Okay. We're trying to think that. And I don't remember... Like, Dolores O'Riordan. Oh, yeah. Like a... So, I had... Yesterday, I wore, like, a kind of... um like slip dress type thing but it was a maxi dress with a slit of the side with doc martens and yellow socks because that's what i do i guess for my friend's birthday dinner (laughs) (laughs) 
which was interesting. And I subsequently, mean, the, the trivia, which my team won. Thanks. Congratulations. Former guest of the podcast, Dr. TJ Talley, because you we would stack, not have you had won. a pretty stacked team. We had a good team, yeah. Very, very smart people. I somehow managed to hold my own. I don't know how, but I did, and it was good. Um, so what were some other like doodle or taggy things because that, uh, that people used to draw? I mean, I remember that one and, and I remember yin yangs. I don't remember. Okay. Yin yangs. Um, and the article also mentioned that a lot of schools like banned drawing that cause they thought it was gang related. The Stussy thing. Yeah. The huh. S the, yeah, right. the S thing. Interesting. Maybe it was. Who knows? I don't. I certainly don't. <laughs> I just. Again, I'm obviously a poser because I drew it wrong. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mystery S. The mystery S. I think that's what they call it or like pointy S. So uh, I don't know. Maybe that maybe that'll have something to do with our poll question. Yeah, maybe. Or like, or... Yeah. Like what was your. Something what was your like favorite brand in the 90s or favorite oh, yeah. 90s fashion? 90s fashion brand. Um, frosted eyeshadow for sure. So, frosted uh, tips on dudes. I uh, I know like guess, guess jeans were very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, the Claudia Schiffer. Yeah, but I, I couldn't afford any of the the designer jeans. Oh, same. Charlotte um, Russe was out of my budget. But I and that was get, cheap. I did manage to... Uh, find a pair of guest jean shorts um that were on clearance at where other where else dillard's dillard's jorts um, you got jorts i wore the shit out of those you wore some jorts mm-hmm. did they say guess like all big on the label no i just had the triangle on the on nice. the back pocket love that um my uh, my friend at the time told me about person that they knew but you know it might have been one of those oh yeah a friend of mine (laughs) um would go to the stores and and cut off the labels like the guest labels and and just sew them onto their own pants at home oh blessed be that's what that is that seems like more trouble than but you know like uh, high school middle school high school is tough and and fashion plays plays a big part i mean you know, I, I remember, uh, I guess this is more late 80s, but like cons were big. Not like Chuck Taylor, but like the the basketball, the athletic shoes. Um, they slightly predated like the pump, the Reebok pump. And then, of course, I can't even picture them. The, the Nike Air stuff. But they were pretty big. And um, my oldest brother was... Uh, in the Marines and was stationed in Korea at the time. And, um, he was like, Oh yeah, you know, we can, we, you know, go to the markets all the time. We get them super cheap right here. So he, uh, he got a pair and sent them to me. Um, he's like, yeah, they're like 10 bucks on the street or 15 bucks. I don't know. I don't remember something. Ridiculous. Were they real? I don't know. About as real as, anyone could tell <laughs> um so <laughs> i don't know and definitely definitely a uh, higher quality than uh so they used to have they have markets uh, in in mexico um 
so living in El Paso, there was uh, Juarez, which we would, back then it was still reasonably easy and safe to cross the border and go shopping, go to the restaurant. And I mean, we would even get haircuts over there sometimes because they were cheaper and buy the, the um, like cases of, of delicious Mexican Coke products. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could go to like these markets. They were kind of, you know, like swap meets like or farmers markets and they would have uh shoes and athletic gear but like they would have they would have knockoff brands so um they would like coverse yeah so they would have like a nike Nike, (laughs) uh duffel bag and they'd have them hung up on the wall behind them nikkei well yeah like a few of them would say Nike, but then there were some stuck in there that said Mikey. And oh, so come on. they would be like, oh, $10. And so they would grab, they would point to the Nike one, but then they would grab the Mikey one. Dicks. And then, yeah, you know, to look at them like, no, 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 no. I mean, it was still probably a knockoff, but, um, so that was always, that was always kind of fun. But I don't, I kind of remember like some 90s movies about, you know, the kids making fun of other kids for having knockoffs, but that was, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe in the circles, it was kind of like a badge of honor to have like a knockoff because that was, you know, kind of a weird collector's item thing. I don't know. I think that would be great to still have today. I wish, I wish I had any, but I don't think I, it was so rare that I got a brand name, anything. Mm -hmm. So like having a knockoff, what I just had like no labels on anything. I think the only things that I was um, particular about name brand wise, uh, especially once I got a job and could buy stuff for myself, was um, I at that point I invested in like a pair of Ray Ban sunglasses. So I had oh, the original them. Wayfarers. Um, oddly enough, I used to be able to take care of things better when I was a teenager than I do now, which is why I only spend three dollars on eBay for my sunglasses. Um, and then fragrances. I always got the, um, like the nice colognes. That's Um, one thing I, I won't skimp on. I won't, um, buy a cheap, like knockoff fragrance, but I've had the same, that being said, I've had the same bottle of Christian Dior hypnotic poison for probably five years. And I, I like that one. It smells so good. I think I might be like slightly allergic to it because I always sneeze after I spray it on myself. <laughs> but like, but it smells so delicious, and like I can always identify it on another human. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. that's hypnotic poison. You go, girl. My nostrils um, and eyes burn a little bit. <laughs> no, it's not out that of bad. My ears, but you know, other than that, it's fine. <laughs> but no, um, I mean, you you don't wear cologne or fragrances I or don't. anything now. I don't. I um, I was very so. I think every <clears throat> every teen, um, especially because, you know, patriarchy and, you know, machismo culture or whatever, especially teen boys, uh, are encouraged and rewarded for smelling nice and clean. In other words, you want to stop, you know, once you start stinking, you need to start covering that up, like deodorant. And you learn that lesson pretty, pretty early on, but... Um, all it takes is one person whose opinion you value 
um, i.e. a person that you're attracted to, to tell you that something smells nice and then that's that's pretty much then you're like every day you go let me with. put this let me um like dazzle myself in right this. since i didn't have anyone like that i just went with you know whatever what which CK is what, one yeah well so i let's see i started with the i want to say like the polo some of the polo fragrances um and then eternity that's calvin klein right yep. and then, i'm not familiar with like hardly any fragrances from i that. think the last one that i used consistently was uh escape which is another ck um and we used to get them at the the post exchange the px on post um my parents were had military provisions so it was a lot cheaper to get there it was like almost half price like what you would find in the store. Oh wow! But once that would be I, really nice for my one and only perfume that I like because it's uh it's not cheap. I was very much a uh, a minimalist. Like I would do the you know spray walk through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would not do multiple sprays. But uh, once once I started taking classes in the College of Education, I think the first the first time we had to go actually to a school and volunteer and work with kids. Um, you know, we had to, we had to sign like a form or whatever. And one of the, one of the requirements is like, you know, you can't wear anything fragrant like lotion or cologne because, you know, it's, it's one supposed to be a school setting, but also it's a, um, it can be an, uh, an allergen. Yeah, yeah. An allergen. So I stopped. Restaurants too. Most, most require no fragrances. So I stopped wearing it then and I kind of just never started. I think like uh, in the 90s, like the uh, warm vanilla sugar and like the freesia and all that shit from Bath and Body Works really blew up. Oh, yeah. Um, I and I'm allergic to all of those. Mm-hmm. So I never had like any kind of fragrance to anything. I think the, the closest I ever did to that was like. I did my laundry with the uh, the raspberry something um, laundry soap from Bath and Body Works, and I like broke out in hives. Oh no! So I have to be really choosy to this day mm-hmm. because I have such sensitive skin. But um, like then it kind of sucked because everybody was wearing like their Bath and Body Works and their frosted lipstick and all this shit, and like I just couldn't like I couldn't even go in the store because I would. Well, it's interesting. Break out in hives. With all the smells and fragrances that were going on all over the time and how how we were fine. I guess how did we not get overloaded with that and like allergies and all? Well, I was going to say like once <clears throat> once I started teaching middle school. Yeesh. Oh, God. Like it was just. <laughs> but I don't know. I think I think the the fragrances they developed at that time, which is like the late 90s, early aughts. Um that's when they develop things like Axe and mm-hmm. um, all those. And they're a the, lot more potent. Pungent. Yeah. They're or, like, oh, your your uh, sense of smell is completely desensitized from the 90s. Right. Of the warm that vanilla kind of sugar and the freesia and all warm, that. Warm, yeah. A little softer, softer tones. Even colors. Like they're more, more earth tone, earth tone they, things. And then they had to be like masculine all of a sudden. They're like... Yeah. This one is hammer scent. <laughs> yeah. 
Eagle claws. Boar's blood. Yeah, boar's blood. Wow. <laughs> boar's blood and and uh, boot black or something. Like yeah, that. and like, you know, sword affixed to your wall. <laughs> Samurai sword. Yeah. Have you ever had like a wall sword? No, no, but um, I don't think I don't think he listens to the podcast. But uh, a friend of mine that I met well into my professional career, well, no, like like one job after my te- first teaching job, um, I befriended him, and he's a few years older. Um, Do I know this person? And I don't know. No, you've never met him, but. He uh, he purchased a house close to where my house, my first house, was in El Paso. So we were neighbors, and we uh, we would hang out and you know whatever. And I remember it. I don't. I may have visited his house once, but um, when I walked in there and everything was was all set up and situated, yeah, he had uh, his three three uh, swords displayed over his fireplace and I was like huh because he didn't seem like a a sword having or collecting kind of person and I don't know that there's a type but I think there's a type for people that wouldn't have them (laughs) just to clarify and you know I want to be very apparent about this we don't have any kind of weaponry on our walls in our home as decor nor do we have any well i was gonna say nor do we have any weapons but i have a weapon that i well yeah carry to walk home yeah um but like that's like when i come home late at night um but no no swords on the walls no kind of daggers with rubies emblazoned on them <laughs> or anything um, like mystical weaponry, Ren fair type things. Like that's just not our bag. Yeah. Um, I don't think we even own any dice, much less dice with multiple sides. <laughs> <laughs> well, every, every, I mean, more than, more than expected. <laughs> Look, Andy, do you have, do you have 18 sided die you need to tell me about? I don't think I need to answer that right now. <laughs> so, um, something in the last segment made me think of something that happened yesterday <laughs> about oh. um, frosted tips. Like the the hair thing. Like the hair thing where yeah. you bleach your tips like yeah. with a cap. All right. So, first of all. I don't know how that's done. Um Pacey did it on Dawson's Creek uh, in uh, the beginning of one of the seasons. I've seen it in teen dramas as well as maybe a a Backstreet Boy or a... Definitely on some kind of boy band type person. Um, So we were talking about 90s fashion, how that's made a resurgence. Yesterday, I was at my last day at my day job um, and like some younger folks like probably late teens early 20s started to kind of fil- youths started filtering in to all sit together um they required a large table which is totally fine that's 
it's allowed now. Uh, we are an all outdoor space, so They're probably not vaccinated. Um, they weren't those types. They were like the more like socially aware types. Oh, but okay. um, but uh, uh, what I was thinking was, oh wow, they all go to the same hairstylist because <laughs> every single one of them had naturally dark hair with bleached ends like all of them and like i pointed it out to my coworker, co-bartender and i was like do they all have frosted tips and he was like oh yeah they sure all do and um and then more and more of them started coming in to join each other for lunch and they all had the same exact hair which was like naturally dark hair with frosted ends like bleached ends so one of two things is possible. They had a party and all did it together, <laughs> like. Or, or I mean, you know, like the cloning thing aside. Whatever. <laughs> um, but I didn't even think of that. I was gonna say, oh, they have like an older sibling, like someone's older sibling is is a stylist and did all that. But no, with that generation, it would be like their parent, who like lived it, who is, you know, like a youth in the nineties that did it themselves it kind of felt like they just had like a hair bleaching party and were like do you want it let's all get it let's all get it together because they were like at the end of like them all coming in there were like 10 of them and everyone had frosted tips and naturally black hair were they related or were they like uh i don't think so church youth group or something okay because so (laughs) your day job is at a a i mean i don't know how much you want to talk about it now but i I won't say too much a popular tourist destination let's mm-hmm. just say uh, yeah we've mentioned that on the podcast before san diego yeah so um yesterday was an odd day and i feel like there were other tables that were also odd as well because there there was a family of like six i want to say and i was like oh those people are definitely in a cult <laughs> What? I was like, that's like heaven, what? Heaven's what? Gate 2.0. Wait, what? What was it about them that made that brought you to that conclusion? Um, I don't, I don't want to say like just because they were socially awkward, but they were like not only socially awkward, but like above and beyond that. But then to look at them, they looked completely average. Mm. Like everyone was bathed and clothed and in modern clothing and no one you know they weren't like wearing those like bonnets or anything like that you like quaker (laughs) or anything i god i feel like i'm being offensive um but no like they they looked just like totally average but then when they would speak they were so fucking awkward like they were all homeschooled or something like they didn't know how to socialize or talk to anyone outside of their own family. What type of dead animal carcass may I have with the fiesta salad? Exactly. No, but they <laughs> they all communicated with each other fine. But with they us just, it was like they oh, nobody just, could look in our eyes. They were all fidgety. It was very cult-like. Like they weren't allowed to speak to a woman kind of thing. It was probably probably homeschooled cuz they lacked that social yeah interaction but or or cult that could or well i was gonna say that's almost kind of an umbrella term now like saying your homeschool could mean homeschool because you're anti-vaxxers because you're 
super crazy religious nuts could be because you're in a cult. I mean, which is kind of that. I just like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to make any assumptions about anyone because I try not to do that. But I was like, oh, there's something up with these people for sure. Because they, they could not converse with myself or my coworkers without being like fumbly, bumbly, awkward. But like they were fine with each other. Hmm. And they stayed for a really long time and kept getting water refills. But they only sent the one family member up for water refills. Maybe you must he, procure our hydration supply. Maybe he was the only one that could do it. Because <laughs> the rest of them are like, oh, I can't interact. Oh. It's like some Kimmy Schmidt stuff. Like they are they live underground or something. You saw the movie Signs, right? I did. Yeah. That's funny. Uh-huh. That came up yesterday, too. Yeah. No spoilers, but. Woo. The water thing. All the water? <laughs> that turns, Glasses of water. That's. <laughs> Water's important in that movie, kids. Uh-huh. So. The importance of water. The importance of water. It's all like that turned out just to be a big, uh, you know, big water industry. It's like Dasani. Uh, funded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make sure you have plenty of cups of refreshing Dasani in the event of an alien invasion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spoilers. You know what? It came out in like the early 2000s. If you haven't seen it yet, you've had your chance. Right. Yeah. That's what I say about those old ones. Old. Oh. Older. No, but I mean, it is. It is old. I mean, it's been. There. It was back before Mel Gibson was canceled. That's how old it is. Um, I was reading this thing and, and I was reminded of it again because there's a reboot uh, which coming out, which looks awesome. But the wonder when the Wonder Years came out. Oh yeah. Um, it was what like done in the eighties, but mm-hmm. it was about a time that was like tw- twenty years before. It was like the sixties, yeah. Yeah, so it would be so it would be like us doing a coming of age story about growing up in two thousand one right now. <laughs> I mean, that's oh, how. Oh fuck. That's how. Putting it in that perspective yeah. is like really unsettling. Um. But the reboot looks interesting because it's also set in the 60s, but it, it features predominantly um, black characters. Oh, cool. And so... I I missed the preview of it. I just saw the the logo. Yeah. I I don't know what I was doing. Probably working. But. No, it, it came on like during one of the ad breaks for one of the... It might have been when so, we were watching Bachelorette. Bachelorette. Or, or the thing that came on... <laughs> The celebrity <laughs> dating game with Zoe Deschanel and we Michael need Bolton. To stop telling people that we watch that, we only watch it because it comes on after Bachelorette. I have to know what what entity, what what supernatural power has control, dominion over Michael Bolton because he he looks clearly, terrified. He's clearly trapped in some. Why are you doing that show, Michael Bolton? world like bondage like something something Zoe is going Deschanel on can soul. sing she doesn't need Michael Bolton there maybe that's part of the whatever demon that has <laughs> that has control over both of them is like this part of it I don't know there's something going on there one of you is charismatic and the other is not at all <laughs> the one with the well, bangs has charisma then uh 
Oh, they both have bangs. We were watching. Uh, if you have, uh, if you subscribe to Peacock, which is the NBC Universal streaming service, mm-hmm. um, one. So they have, like the other things, they have shows, they have movies, but they also have channels that you can watch. And so some of them are their live channels, so you can watch you know, NBC, CNBC, whatever. But then they have different topics one, and one of them is SNL Vault. And so they just play classic... Oh, yeah, we've been watching a lot of that. Yeah, just it's all almost randomized um, SNL sketches, sort of like the best of SNL mm-hmm. from... There's like a theme. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they do themes here and there. But um, there was one of the Lonely Island uh, videos... With Michael Bolton. With Michael oh, Bolton. Yeah. And he oh, had so great. such charisma and and you know, he's like good sport. He really got into that and was, you know, very He played the game for char- sure. Yeah, charismatic. He's like, I'm like, really oh, into Pirates of the Caribbean. This is before With Captain Jack Sparrow. Pazuzu like yeah. grasped the hold of his soul and is now <laughs> torturing him and oh. in Hades. You've really like you really clung oh, on yeah. to that theory <laughs> since we started <laughs> watching that show occasionally. Mark my words. <laughs> yeah. young He's definitely possessed priest. by some kind of demon. <laughs> oh, that reminds yeah. me. We watched that movie, Seventh Day, oh, that was yeah. supposed to be released in theaters with Guy Pierce. Yes. Uh, LA Confidential's Guy Pierce. Yeah. Um, Memento's names. Guy Pierce. Mm-hmm. Um, and his accent was. Hilarious. <laughs> he was like, he was basically like, go pack your god, have it, yeah, exercise the demons. But they were, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a Boston accent because it was, it was supposed to be Chicago. It was supposed to be Chicago. But he's so, Australian. So he, uh, it was, he, oh, he sounded like amazing. that character in Futurama that was supposed to be like from the city where it's like, hey, use guys, use guys goes and do's that. Yeah. It, it was exactly is, like that. And then, I mean, you know, the the other actor who was like the other main character in it was he did his best. Oh no! Oh, th- is that the one? Because he's from telenovelas. From telenovelas. Yeah. yeah. So he was like really good at crying on cue, mm-hmm. like no problems crying. But everything else that came out of his mouth was like super wooden, and he had like no expression. Which is interesting because telenovelas you like over and everything is like maybe so, that's like, why he's like no i'm a serious actor i won't over emote <laughs> now um we've been watching some other things quite a few other things yes um i <laughs> started a rewatch of the x files uh which you can catch on hulu mm-hmm. so they have all the seasons uh interesting because i i did watch the X-Files, like, pretty pretty early on. Me too. Um, but, you know, it was, um, you know, I guess back in back in the day, you know, you either caught it live on TV or, you know, you, you taped it on the VCR and then watched it later. So, um, I, I... A VCR is. <laughs> for, for the children at home. I know. Well, um, we do have some younger 20s listeners in our demographic. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Google a VCR. Google a video yeah. cassette recorder, uh, VHS format. They're vi- they're we won't explain format. it to you too much. You're right. Um, we have to talk about the show. Talk about the show. So I got into it. Uh, I'm only like eight episodes 
in. I'm, I think I'm on the eighth episode of season one. And I always like going back and watching, you know, like these ep- these epic, older, dramatic shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, their season ones are always really interesting because um, you can sort of see like how the the interest was there and how, you know, the potential that they had. And, but they haven't quite found their footing. It's still, you know, kind of a new concept. Interesting. And so, so far, it's just that it's been kind of a mix. Like some of them, you know, you can, they're really good. I mean, they're still, they hold up and all that. Not that they don't hold up, um, but, you know, some of them are just kind of, like, okay. A filler episode. Yeah. Or just that, um, I guess early on, because as the series goes, if you're familiar with it, like most other series, uh, they start the storylines, the threads start to elongate and develop mm-hmm. and interweave is that, through. Is that a series that has like like twenty something episodes or like teen something episodes? No, the first season had twenty something episodes. Like twenty four remember. I don't know if they they backed off of that. I don't know but either. The first season, and yeah. then they like brought it back again. I, I did not keep up with that show. So they, I lost interest after like three or four seasons, but I liked the first three or four seasons a lot. Yeah. Those I just were was like, eh. Yeah. So they, they did the seasons and then, you know, they did the movie and then did some more seasons. Yeah. And then there was a second I think the movie. movies to me. I was like, meh. The, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're a fan of like the canon and, and progressing the story, then they were significant. But if, on on their own merit you know not not as good as um as the shows were up to that point but um so season one sort of has like uh it reminds me a lot of like the first season of supernatural or grim or some of these other yeah sci-fi fantasy type things because they they're very similar in that you know you have our our heroes our protagonists Mm -hmm. and you know, this is what they do. They explore these weird things. And so each episode is like a different type of paranormal thing or, you know, whatever. I mean, like the only really constant theme is just, you know, the character of Fox Mulder being, you know, the, um, you know, the, the spooky guy, the one that mm-hmm. believes in all these theories. And then, yeah, and then Scully being like the naysayer or well, realistic, more scientist. <laughs> what's interesting is that um at least through the first couple of shows like there's been some shit that's gone down so like there was one that possibly involved a ghost or a poltergeist or and or telekinesis don't worry there are many more right um and like molder totally is is in like he witnesses this, he experiences it, but then you know Scully comes in after, so it's almost like it conveniently happens a lot where yeah. she doesn't see the stuff because and she has to be the the skeptic. That's her character, right? I mean, she's brought in to debunk mm-hmm. like his work, um, but it's almost like you know you're kind of wondering is he you know that whole is he imagining it? Right. Yeah. Right. That's what I was trying to get at. Um, and then I also noticed that a lot of the episodes, you know, they explore this, this weird, uh, phenomenon or creature, whatever it is. 
mm-hmm. and then you know they deal with it it resolves however it does but then at the end there's like a what like, like an a, unfinished the creature's story. eyes turn back to the camera or something or, or you know, you know yeah. there there's another one or whatever right. or like uh, you see the eggs growing in the barn or whatever and I was trying to remember, is like, do do some of those come back later on? Because as I don't the series so. progresses, the the storylines continue. Mm-hmm. It becomes more, you know, they're 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 progressing toward a, a certain goal and a certain topic. But I don't remember because, like, a, the same thing with Supernatural. I don't, I don't like remember, they, but I don't think so. They kind of started to bring back some of those things they found earlier in like the first couple of seasons. Vampires on Supernatural, or, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Again, I'm only like seven or eight episodes into the X-Files, so that'll be... Listeners, whether you want it or not, <laughs> I'll be providing an X-Files update. Yeah, that'll be a fun rewatch. Uh, Yeah, because it's... And I'll tune in every once in a while, like, if you're watching it and I'm here, because I love that show. I I give credit to both Scully and Mulder for me figuring out my sexuality as a teen, Anna. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just I didn't read the article, but there was something about Gillian Anderson in the news today saying that she's never wearing a bra again. Good for her. Absolutely, right? Yeah. Don't wear that bra. <laughs> I don't say that from a creepy perspective, but just... Free your nipples. Yep. Um, I mean, we watched a couple of other things. Speaking of Calvin Klein, we watched Halston... Because that was a big competitor of Halston, yes. the Roy Halston, the designer, um, most famous notably for designing Jackie Onassis's pillbox hat, mm-hmm. um, the beginning of his career, and the fragrance. The, Halston, the fragrance. Yeah, yeah uh, speaking uh, right, all things lead to Halston. No, uh, beautifully acted. I feel like by Ewan McGregor. I forgot it was Ewan McGregor. That's how good it was. Yeah, me too. And, and I mean, it was it was just a it was a very well done show by Ryan Murphy, who is like American Horror Story and all that. Mm-hmm. And that's that new the new anthology is starting up again soon, isn't it? The American like, Horror Story. Yeah. Yeah. So this season's going to be really fun because it's not going to be a season. It's going to be like individual episodes, mm-hmm. which is to me, that's like Goosebumps. And that's speaking of the 90s. There are some other like, teen teen horror it's like a three-part thing that's on netflix based on a book oh yeah i'm down to check that out fear street i want to say is what it's called sounds right yeah definitely i mean it is july and therefore almost halloween so (laughs) (laughs) start getting out the pumpkin (laughs) stuff and the uh the bats and the eyeballs and the decor and just leave them up all year yeah I mean, do I don't know stuff. why we don't. I love the Halloween stuff. Um, speaking of like horror or like Halloweeny type stuff, we watched um, Werewolves Within, which yes. is a comedic movie about possibly about werewolves. You, I don't want to give it away. Oh yeah, um, stars Sam <laughs> Richardson. That sounds right okay, to me. Okay, yeah. Um, he's an actor. And I forget her name. Mil- Milana. It's um, Melania or Milana. Fight. 
She's the AT and T girl. You recognize her from yeah that. Um, apparently, she's done quite a bit of other indie. That's indie cool. Comedies and shows. She was great like in that. that. Yeah, the one we watched. Um, there it was like a really good cast. Like you, you know them all from something, mm-hmm. but like you might not know their names. Like Michaela Watkins was in it yeah. she, from SNL among uh, many other things. Um, everybody's recognizable. I I think that my favorite thing about it is that um, the AT&T girl is one of the main characters and um, someone goes, oh, you're a mailman. And she's like, I'm a male person. Gender is a construct. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to like this movie. Um, no, but maybe this week's poll could be like, what is your favorite goofy horror movie? Because there's like all oh, the, yeah. you know, the the screams are kind of silly. Scary movies are silly. Um, so where do you, would you, would you put something like Fright Night in that category? Sure. And uh, Once Bitten starring James Carey. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that in a really long time, but. You were watching it one time when I got home from work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I somehow like seemed to January find those or that something. Point, that point in the evening. Um, There's a ton of them. That's that's a great poll question. I think we should do that. Yeah. Silly, favorite silly horror movie. Silly horror movies. Or, yeah. Like um, not serious I mean, horror movies. Obviously, you know, one of our favorite, recent favorite movies slash shows is what we do in the shadows. Oh, yeah. For and sure. I hear the so it's it's kind of a spin-off because it involves characters that were in the film, but mm-hmm. Wellington Paranormal is supposed to be just as good, if not better. Oh, I want to see that. And then there's there's something um I don't know if it's BBC or if it's Netflix or whatever called Ghosts. And I've heard that was very very good. So I'd like to check that out maybe. We are starting Halloween in July here on Homebound Happy Hour. <laughs> Just going straight from Pride to Halloween. Huh? I know. Um, but speaking of Pride, and I would be remiss if I didn't shout them out. Um, our former guests of the podcast, Jen and Janen, like getting all teary because oh. I'm so happy. They are getting married this week. Finally. Yay. So our sincerest and most heartfelt congratulations to them. I'm so excited. Because they had to wait forever. They did. They were... They were supposed to get married like over a year ago. Yes. And COVID and, and all of that. So um, they're finally yeah. getting their, their day. Very um, small and intimate wedding. And then they'll do a big one next year. But yeah. Ecstatic. Yeah. Um, And then the day that we are... um taping this or recording this or whatever i mean taping sounds weird because you know kids don't know what tape that is. <laughs> um today also happens to be a non-binary awareness day this week is non-binary awareness week so we see you we love you uh we are you sometimes we, yeah we are here for you yeah i have a lot of non-binary people in my life now my new my new family from work so um yeah, amongst some some wonderful humans. 
Well, I think that's a great place to leave our Pride Week podcast. I think so. Horror movies, 90s fashion. <laughs> yeah, we really, really kind of got on the. <laughs> we were the in the gamut of things today. Kick. Like, we didn't really intend for that to happen, but hey. We're like, we didn't record last week. Let's just cram it all in. <laughs> right. So, well, we did talk about the, um, um, you know, that this is pop and the whole um, boys to men oh, yeah. episode. So maybe that, maybe that planted the old. Uh, the 90s the seed. Old frosted tip. Yeah. <laughs> um, oak tree seed in there. The old, <laughs> the old Stussy. Um, so have a wonderful week. We'll see what decade we are fixated with next time. I know, right? Um, as always. Be safe. Be smart. Be sanitary. Be sanitary. Thank you for listening to Homebound Happy Hour. Stream or download episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're at it, give our Facebook page a like at Homebound Happy Hour and follow on Instagram at Homebound Happy Hour Podcast.